my fellow Shwoke Lords, what is going on with all of you today? Uh, it is I, the Foreplay King, here to bring you yet another episode of uh, Cancel Shweezy. That's right, I am Shweezy, uh, but you mostly know me as the Foreplay King. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm here to uh, bring you all kinds of things, but apparently one thing I missed from last week was... Uh, Apparently, I did not destroy toxic masculinity, um, but I'm going to make up for that later um, because apparently I was destined uh, to destroy toxic mac- masculinity according to Micah, and apparently I hate women too. So apparently we should never do another Women's History Month segment ever again because uh, apparently I hate women. Um, but y'all know I love women. I'm a simp. Not an incel. I'm a simp. Uh, I love women. And uh I jerk off to a lot. Now it's horrible. <laughs> I jerk off. Man, this is already going downhill. This is going to be a rough episode, folks. <laughs> I can already feel this one's getting rough already. Um, but anyways, no, we're, we're here to, uh, I'm here to enlighten your life and everything in it. Um, there's many things that we possibly could do and can do. There's so much to do, so much to see. So what's uh, wrong with taking the back streets? So uh, let's do that you know that's that's the type of guy we're getting uh if you're new to the show thank you so much for uh checking out the genius that is me um but you can always just like and subscribe if you're watching on youtube where you get to see my face see my windbreakers see some other interesting pieces you can go on youtube go check that out and uh also subscribe wherever you are listening slash watching this podcast whether it's on youtube spotify apple um, all cast or whatever the hell some people use, uh, subscribe, just hit the subscribe button. You'll know when I have new episodes of all my shows. It's really, really fun. Um, another place you can, uh, subscribe and follow me on is Twitch. I stream every Thursday and sometimes on Mondays, depending on my mood. Um, or if I have something I really want to play, um, then I will stream on Monday, but, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm on a you can, what you can do on Twitch, though, always smash the follow button, that's free, but Twitch also has a feature called subscribe. With a subscribe, typically, they're around about $5 a month, so if you want to just donate there, or, like, subscribe there, that's cool, um, but you can also, um, connect your Amazon Prime account, and that basically gives you one free subscribe a month, and, you know what, why not use that on me? Aren't I important in your life? Aren't I the most important person in your life? I have to be. Um, that is, um, yeah, that has to be true because I said it was. Um, but yeah, no, you connect the account. You don't give Jeff Bezos an extra five dollars because that is not cool. Okay, um, but you know you can also uh, hit us up on Patreon. Five dollars a month gets you ad-free episodes of all my shows. Uh, I think the Schweig cast is soon going to be coming back from a little hiatus. Um, and I'm trying to get something, uh, wheels turning on another thing. So, uh, yeah, we'll figure that out. That's going to be a great thing for you as well. Um, so we got to do that, uh, uh, for all of us. So, um, yeah, go check out there. Um, and yeah, but in any case, just like, and subscribe wherever you are. Leave a review too. be a doll, leave a review. Even if you don't like the show, I don't care. Just leave a review. All that matters is a review. That's all I want is a review from you. Um, but no, we got a special show today. Today, um, we all know Joshua Casey, author of, uh, what's the book called? Uh, Tracking Desire, A Journey After Swallowtail Kites. Um, Josh, uh, 
gets made fun of on this show a lot because we're friends, and that's what friends can do. Um, but today, um, I re- well, today we're going with a uh, Josh positive episode because he sent me this bumper sticker. So for those of you watching, it says, Honk if you love butt drugs. Now, butt drugs is a place, I believe, in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I think it's like one of those old school pharmacies, and it's called butt drugs. And one time I drove past it, and I had an hour left in my journey, and um, that's all I thought about for that next hour. Just like, is there a story? Is that someone's last name? Why would you have the last name but? Why would you not change your last name but? So uh, we got a very Josh positive episode of Cancel Sweezy today. So, uh, so deciding to be nice to Josh, I, I did write down um, about five things that I really like about Josh. So I'm just going to go through this list right now. Um, also, I should put a picture of whom, let's not block everybody, right here. Uh, I like how Josh's wife cuts his hair. I really do enjoy that Josh's wife cuts his own hair. Uh, it reminds me of like a cha- like a mom who's like, I'm just going to buzz cut my son because uh, his hair doesn't matter. And I like that Josh's wife does that with him as well. And it, it's just really a special thing. He says he takes a number four razor all around, and that's pretty neat. I think it's really cool that Josh's wife cuts his hair. He could... He could go somewhere to a professional, but he chooses his wife, which I think is really cool. Uh, Josh also, uh, one thing I also like about Josh is he wrote a book about birds, you know, uh, Tracking Desire, A Journey After Swallowtail Kites. I think those are birds. Um, I believe they're birds. Uh, I have only read like the first chapter of his book. Um, And you're like, maybe you're a terrible friend for only reading the first chapter. However, I'm going to work on the audiobook, so... I'm going to deal with it later, okay? Um, so, but you know, I like that he writes books about birds. It's one of my favorite things. Um, another thing I really like about Josh is he doesn't actually use a limiter on a podcast. So, um, if those of you who are not audio nerds or do not have a degree in music technology and are doing podcasts during a pandemic, um, basically what a limiter does, it's a type of compressor, but what it does, it'll help you get your volume of your recording uh, it'll boost it in a good way uh to the proper level because you know that's why if you remember when uh commercials were louder than the tv show itself um that was because they were limited and like when their master the audio mastering uh was at a different level um than the commercials and so like they basically created guidelines like spotify requires you to be at negative like 14 db or something like that with that, but limiting, make sure it, everything's at the proper level. Now I do it with the podcasting too. So when you have the music at the beginning and then, uh, transitioning into me talking, what I like to do is, you know, kind of make sure that my, I limit it up the volume up there. So it matches the, uh, uh, the music. So, cause you music is typically mastered at the correct volume. And so if you match like me talking to it, it works out pretty well. Um, and if you are an actual audio nerd and you're like, you're explaining that totally badly, um, just know uh, I do know how to use a limiter. Um, I just may not know how to explain it because I am not a nerd. So fuck you. Um, but not Josh. This is Josh positive. But I like how he uh, doesn't use a limiter on his podcast. So I have to crank up the volume um, on whatever device I'm listening to that podcast on. Uh, the volume really high, and then when I switch to start listening or watch something else, um, the volume makes me a little deaf. So I really like how 
quiet Josh's podcast is because he doesn't use a limiter. Um, that was number three of things I like about Josh. Um, number four, my fourth favorite thing about Josh is I like how he's abstinent while he's married. You know, abstinence is a very hard thing to accomplish as a man. And I think him being able to stay abstinent while he's married is really cool. And I, I really like that about Josh because Josh is a really, really strong, headstrong. He'll take you on headstrong. Um, He'll take on anyone. That's why I really like that Josh is abstinent while married. That's a really cool thing. Uh, the final thing I like about Josh is that uh, he – I like that he doesn't have a normal name. I mean some people could be named – my real name is Sam, a full name Samuel. Uh, we got Micah. That's that's a normal name. Steve. I know Steve. Steve from Ghost Town Remedy. That's a name. And I like how Josh is not a normal name. And I think I really like that about Josh. And so those are five things I like about Josh. So, um, and for the rest of this episode, if Josh comes up, it'll be a Josh positive episode. Now the photo can go away. Um, all right, let's get into the news. Um, I know some of you may be new here. Some of you may be returning. But for those of you who don't, um, what I do is I go through, uh, the previous week's news, uh, it's not last week tonight, it's uh, the previous week right now. Wish wheezy. Um, we should get a little, tr- I should get a little trumpet thing going on there. Um, you know, I met the guy who did the trumpet for The Daily Show, like, oh, he played for, um, what the hell band did he play for? Uh, uh, they Might Be Giants, like, I think he played with them for a while, so it was the same guy. Um He's meeting a trumpet player of a band that's not a trumpet band. Cool. Up to you. Uh, you can you can make everything. But remember, honk if you like butt drugs. Um, but anyways, uh, let's get into our uh, previous week right now with Shweezy. Um, let's just get into the news. I just go through the news that I feel is important. I filter it out for you, and now I go over it. Now I'm, I should be the only news podcast you listen to. Um, after and if you're new, this will be the only one you, you listen to because I'm the only one giving you the real news. So, wake up, sheeple. Um, first article I have this is from Lipstick Alley, was the name of the uh, website I found it on. Um, pastor who heals people by farting on their faces claims he farts the Holy Spirit. Folks, I told you pretty early on this is gonna be a rough episode, so we're we're doing we're just going in right now. Um, Remember the story of the pastor who claimed to heal people by farting on their faces earlier this year of the Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries in Limpopo? That's not a real place. The pastor goes by the name of Chris Penelope, a self-proclaimed man of God. Pastor Penelope was photographed sitting on his church member's face and allegedly farting on him. Uh, The pastor claims to heal people by farting on their heads slash nostrils in order to release the Holy Spirit to the members. Furthermore, he states that the farts are anointed and instantly performs miracles. Earlier this year, it was reported that dozens of businesses, people were all over the country patiently waiting to receive the holy fart on their mouths so that it could help their businesses prop, uh, help their businesses proper and hopefully become rich. They say long queues, long queues are the order of the day as people line up to receive their blessings through this anointed carbon monoxide germinating from his butt, which is believed to be a special bowl of wealth and great things. Oh my god. We had fucking dopes everywhere. Uh, Some business people wait two months queuing for this man to fart on their nostrils so that they may start winning tenders again. 
Start winning tenders again? Are you talking like chicken tenders? Winning chicken tenders again? Um, most of the people pay a lot to collect the farting aroma on containers to always smell when they attend businesses, meetings, and deals. An ex-member testified other people slash members of the church have also agreed, praising the pastor for being the reason behind his members' expensive cars and houses. However, a few were shocked by such performances and decided to leave the church as they claimed that was not something they'll ever sign up for. Additionally, furthering accusing the pastor for worshiping the wrong God. All right, folks. So we got a lot to unpack here. Um, First of all, I can always say um, there are fucking dopes everywhere. Um, do you think that like only people in your area are stupid? You're not. You're wrong. People are stupid fucking everywhere. Um, I can't believe I can't believe how Donald Trump became president. You want to know why? People are fucking stupid. And uh, I worked in customer service, and I know this. Um, I. I do know this, and um, I'm willing uh, to say it, that we have way too many stupid people out there. Um, you know, I work for, like, a credit card company, and uh, basically uh, merchants would call, or, like, merchants would call and be like, oh, no, someone, like, so it was like, I did this thing, it was, like, virtual credit cards where, like, people, someone would get paid with a virtual credit card. They basically um, go to their system and run it like they like a credit card, shit like that. Um, weird thing to explain on a comedy podcast. But um, basically you had like the person who sent the money. So like the person would be like, hey, can you find this card number? I'm like, okay, can I have the, you know, like, um, hey, we sent them a payment, um, but um, we don't have it. And I'm like, okay, so was your like proof of like, so you had like this token number type shit. And I was like, that was your proof that you had a payment that you made the payments, kind of like a confirmation number. Um, they're like, oh, we don't have a token number. I'm like, yeah, you didn't make a payment then, uh, bud. Because um, typically, you know, like, okay, I'll just explain it like this. Like, you order something online, and then, um, or something like that, and there's nothing was fully successfully processed, and so there's no confirmation number. Like, every base payment you get has a confirmation number. They're like, oh, we didn't give them a confirmation number. Like, yeah, because that means you didn't, like, fulfill the transaction. So, um, having to explain people that we're a credit card company, um, we're not paying people for you. I, had, I, I explained people on the phone. I'm like, okay. It's like, okay, so you go to a gas station and get gas, right? Um, and you use your debit card to use it, right? Does your debit card company pay the people or do you with money you have in the bank? That's how you explain. So there's stupid fucking people everywhere. I'm going on like long tangents right now. Um, but anyway, no, it's 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 amazing how stupid we as a society have become, and we let those people breed. That's just. Uh, I mean, I'm not breeding right now, uh, mainly because I'm trying to be a safe human being. But uh, hold on, let's think. Okay, I thought I heard, like, a buzzing. But um, I'm not trying to make a child in, in this world because when two stupid people get to... See, only, like, the smart people are like, you know what, we make sure we're financially secure um, and make sure that... And then a lot of smart people are like, you know what, I don't fucking want kids. And why are, why are us smart people 
not having kids, but we're letting the dum-dums do it. Our society is fucked. I, I was like, I, I can't imagine my kids in this world. But then at the same time, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have a child in this world because uh, the world is fucked up. Okay, and um, also, okay, let's go over another thing. Um, we're still in a pandemic. Um, looks like we're on the downslope of it. Um, I May 1st, I think everyone's eligible for a vaccine. Um and uh and then vaccine and it sounds like after everything gets done, I think by like fourth of July should be safe or something like that. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Um I'm gonna let smarter people than me do that. I'm here to bring down a toxic masculinity, apparently. That's my goal. Um and um so yeah, and so y'all, I don't think someone farting on your face is very good during a pandemic. Um, I don't know how COVID spreads. I assume by the mouth and nose. Um, but I'm assuming the asshole is in there too. But we all wear pants. So typically that's like a mask for your butt. And um, that's that's also a problem. Does he bear, does he Does he do it with pants on? Or is he, he just like takes his ass out and just fucking rips one? I would never let someone fart on my face. I, if I'm hooking up with a woman and she's like, my kink is farting in your face, I'm like, you can leave. <laughs> um, that's a deal breaker. Farting on my face is a deal breaker. Shitting on my face is a deal breaker. Um, shitting on my chest for the right amount of money, I think I could do it. Um, probably lower than it should be. Um, but anyways, uh, don't let anyone ever fart in your face, unless it's your kink. By any means, we don't kink shame on this show, but we do kink shame. So, um... That's the way it is. All right, let's get into this next article. Um, like I said, this this one's this one just feels rough. Um, just everything, all the content I prepared. I think I prepared too rough a content, folks. You're like, why? Why do you always talk about this shit? I'm like, I don't know, folks. <laughs> That's past Sam. I can't. I can't speak for him. I can only speak for current me. Um, uh, all right. Here we go. This is from Pride.com. You heard Pride.com. I bet you're going to guess what they wrote about. I'm guessing you're going to be wrong. We are finally getting the gay Captain America we deserve. Folks, um, queer Marvel stands rejoice. It looks the world is finally going to be blessed with the LGBTQ identifying Captain America we so totally deserve. According to a report with from Comic Book Resources, uh, Marvel Comics upcoming limited series the united states of captain america is set to introduce the world to marvel's latest queer hero aaron fisher the series which will debut during pride month and will celebrate the 80th anniversary of the first appearance of one of marvel's most iconic and well-known figures will run for five issues and will tell the story of steve rogers who was famously played by heartthrob chris evans in the marvel studios film john walker Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes as they go on a cross-country road trip to retrieve Cap's stolen shield. Along the way, they will meet many heroes who Captain America has inspired, one of them being Aaron Fisher himself, who, according to his official description, is a fearless teen who stepped up to protect fellow runaways and the unhoused. Aaron is inspired by heroes of the queer community, activists, leaders, and everyday folks pushing for a better life. Writer Joshua True. Trujillo, that's what I'm going to say, who created Aaron alongside artist Jan Bazaldua. 
said in a statement about the character, he stands for the oppressed and the forgotten. I hope his debut story resonates with leaders and helps inspire the next generation of heroes. I want to thank editor Alana Smith and Joshua Trujillo very much for asking me to create Aaron. Bazaldua added, I really enjoy designing him, and as a transgender person, I am happy to be able to present an openly gay person who admires Captain America and fights against evil to help those who are almost invisible to society. Uh, while I was drawing him, I thought, well, Cap, Cap fights against superpowered beings and saves the world almost always, but Aaron helps those who walk alone in the streets with problems that they face every day. I hope people like the end result. The gays just keep winning. Um, okay. Um, so that was very wholesome. Um, that's not gay Captain America, though. That's just a gay guy who likes Captain America. Pride.com. Uh, do not sink me in with these clickbaits. Could I have read the article before I uh, added it to the outline for today's episode? Of course I could have. But did I? No. Um, and now we are not laughing. We are just very humbled. And, and it's very heartwarming. So, um, pride.com, you need to get your shit together. Um, you misled me with the title, and now we all heard a heartwarming story. And who do we have to blame? Um, True Jello, that guy, I assume. And whoever wrote this article, I don't put the authors down. Uh, because um, when you write stupid articles, when you, you don't deserve to be recognized. Because that's is, uh, it's not how I do things, and, uh, you could make your own podcast if you have a problem with it, um, all right, let's go on to the next one, um, now, this one, I am assuming, uh, will be kind of funny, um, from the title alone, uh, this is from Revolt TV, you know, um, I assume y'all know them, uh, and if you don't, you probably don't need to go to their website, I, I just went for one article. Um, basketball announcer blames using the N-word on his diabetes. Now, the N-word is a big word, and uh, I will not be saying it. I have a, on the Shweezy Podcast Universe, we have a strong rule uh, that we don't use the N-word on this show. Um, exception being that one time I had a black duo on, and they said it, and I think that's okay. I didn't. I don't, I guess I just didn't care. But anyways, we have a no inward policy here on all my shows. Um, so um, this is going to be fun to read. Um, the Oklahoma high school basketball announcer who called players who kneeled during the national anthem inwards, they actually did not center this. They put the actual word, hard R and everything, uh, has issued an apology and blamed the use of the racial slur on his type 1 diabetes. On Thursday, March 11th, Matt Rowan went on a racist tirade after seeing the girls silently protest racial inequality. They're kneeling fucking inwards, hard R in there, he said, thinking that his microphone was off. I hope Norman High School gets their ass kicked. Fuck them. I hope they lose. Come on, Midwest City. They're gonna kneel like that? Hell no. I can tell this guy's a boomer. Fucking doesn't tell this guy's a fucking boomer. Uh, doesn't know how to turn the fucking mic off. Uh, Rowan released a statement through his lawyer on Friday, March 12th, saying that he most regrettably made some statements that can't be taken back, even though he initially claimed he wasn't the one who made the remarks. He continued, I made inappropriate and racist comments, believing that the microphone was off. However, let me state immediately that 
that is no excuse. Such comments should have never been uttered. I am a family man. I am married. I have two children, and at one time, I was a youth pastor. I continue to be a member of a Baptist church. Like I tweeted the other day, uh, follow me everywhere at the Shweezy. Um, You want to be racist but still go to heaven? Join the Baptist church. Um, Rowan continued, I have not only embarrassed and disappointed myself, I have embarrassed and disappointed my family and my friends. The basketball announcer then went on to blame his outburst on his spiking sugar levels. I will state that I suffer type 1 diabetes, and during the game, my sugar was spiking. He added, while not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate, as well as hurtful. I do not believe that I would make have made such horrible statements absent my sugar spiking. Uh, the Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association, uh, which hired the game announcers, say they are currently investigating the incident. Now let's get let's just unravel this for a second. Let's let, let's just go with the end here first. Um, the Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association is uh, investigating the incident. Um, I I never get this. Um, what's the investigation you do? Um, you have proof. Uh, you, you have a lot of proof. Um, literally anyone, everyone in that game, like you could ask everyone, they're going to tell, uh, similarly the same exact story. And, um, there's no investigation. He did that shit. We, they all saw it. Second of all, who, what fucking basketball announcer has a fucking lawyer on like, I need to talk to my lawyer next day. It's out, like, what the hell? Do you say in the N-word a lot, buddy? Um, I can, okay, so I can understand him being agitated from the diabetes, his, like, sugar levels spiking, you know, whatever, during the, um, you know, being upset about that. But also at the same time, though, um, when I get angry, I never use the N-word. Um, I never have any reason to ever use the N-word. Um, like I say, the only reason I would ever need to say it is if I am singing a rap or uh, singing along to a black artist who's using it. And even then, I'm like, because mm, I don't need to say the N-word, especially with the hard R. Um, if you're saying it with the A, um, you're trying to be cool and you're not cool. If you use the R, you're being really racist. Like, the hard R, like, obviously, you're saying it with the A and you're white, it's still racist. But when you get the hard R in there, like, you're really, ra- I just did the white, just did the uh, white pride signal. If y'all are watching, I accidentally did a little okay. Because it used to be the okay sign, and then fucking white supremacists fucking took that away from me. Fuck racists. I hate all of you. Your lives don't matter. When you say all lives matter, I'm like, no, your lives don't matter. Um, There's a lot of lives I can can hand out don't matter. Uh, People who call customer service and are assholes. Um, Their lives don't matter. I hope they all die. Um, Am I being very woke right now? Um... I don't know, but am I trying to be super woke? Um, I don't know either, so I I don't care about your opinions. Um, I've never had a reason to use the N-word, and uh, especially with the hard R, um, and that is not a good reason to blame your diabetes uh, for using the N-word, folks. Um, so if you're ever, if you have diabetes and you're having some weird sugar level shit going on, um, and the first thing you want to say um, is the N-word, we, I think we just need to put you down, honestly, let's just do old yeller style, like, we need, we're gonna kill your offsprings, too, unless they're cool, 
then maybe we'll let them live. But um, if you're if you're raising these things, we gotta put we gotta put people down. I think that's I think that's our next step in life. Um, I, I remember I used to say we need another plague, but now we're in a plague, and uh, the dumb ones aren't dying. So um, what we need um, is to put people down, and uh, maybe uh, don't take me literally, folks, because I could be wrong. So, um, but anyways, he was a youth pastor. How do you, I I just fucking hate racist Christians. It's just fucking, just read your own fucking novel, your own fucking books. I have was not that good. I'd prefer Harry Potter over the Bible any day. Um, that's something I would let you know. Uh, read the, read Harry Potter. Don't read the Bible. Um, that book. I mean, Harry Potter has some messed up moments, but uh, the Bible has a lot worse. The Bible is worse than Harry Potter. That's what I want to uh, – if you don't take anything out of the podcast today, just remember that the the Bible is worse than Harry Potter. All right. This has been too rough today. This news has been too rough. All right. So uh, let's look at our final article. A Gold Coast sex worker with two vaginas – Two Vaginas Capitalized, opens up about life with rare condition. This is from 7 News. Have you heard of 7 News? Probably not. A former escort with two vaginas, cervixes, and uteruses claims her rare abnormality allowed her to separate her sex work from her personal life. Gold Coast woman Evelyn Miller discovered she had uterus didelphis when she was just 20. She uses two tampons due to having two simultaneous periods, as well as two smear and sexual health tests. Uh, Miller, now 30, was an escort for eight years, and claims having two reproductive sets was handy, not only for endurance purposes, but also for enabling separation between her work and private relationships. Oh, that's cool. So, you like, your, your boyfriend gets one hole and the other guys get the other... Uh, separation between her work and private relationship Miller said clients have been left mind blown one was a gynecologist who turned their session into a medical exam while another questioned if she'd had a sex change gone wrong despite Evelyn being told she may have difficulty conceiving she's now six months pregnant in her right uterus whoa I didn't think I thought they were going to be top and bottom I didn't know they were going to be like that way Um, right uterus and only received publicity shared her condition in a bid to raise awareness. The advertising business owner claims it has generated a lot of intrigue and boosted her OnlyFans following by 1,700 new subscribers. Remarkably, she may even be the first person to make porn with two vaginas. To me, it's my normal it's it's my normal, and I never really thought it was that intriguing. But apparently, it's very intriguing, she said. I guess not many people can say they use one vagina for work and one for personal life. It was helpful with work to be able to have a whole other vagina. Uh, it was handy for endurance. If I had a lot of bookings and I was getting uncomfortable in one, I could just use the other one. She said it was tough being in a relationship as an escort as it could compromise your sex life at home. She said having two vaginas allowed her to divide her work and home life. When I got into a relationship, it was better for me to separate the two to use one vagina for work and one for personal life. Miller said her favorite is her right vagina as sex is slightly more comfortable and she can orgasm using that one, so she reserved this one for her personal relationships. The 30-year-old said she'd mainly refrain from telling her clients about her condition due to fear of it being publicized on an escort review platform and that she'd become a novelty, not a human being. Uh, Some clients I will try, I will tell, and they 
they don't believe me at first until I show them and they are completely mind blown. Miller said they asked to try it out, look at it, and put their fingers in it, all of those things. I had a couple of clients find out. One uh, was a gynecologist and he was able to feel the differences and he then turned it into a medical exam. She said another client thought she's she's had a sex change gone wrong. That's a bit, uh, bit offensive, but he was a little bit scared of it. Um... So, um, sorry, some friend messaged me. Um, so, I, like any other weak man, Googled to see if I could find a picture that was leaked from her OnlyFans. Because I was just wanting to look at it. I didn't, I don't want to financially invest uh, into this woman's life. But, um, no, I couldn't find anything. So, so that was very unfortunate for me. Um, I did not get to see two vaginas, but now I just realized I could just Google uh, woman with two vaginas and see if a picture comes up because that's all I need really is just to see uh, the vagina, the two with the two of them. So I guess her right one, that is kind of convenient. What if you had, what if I had two dicks and I became a male prostitute uh, for literally no one. <laughs> I'd be like, this dick's for you. This dick is for my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, having two dicks would be awful. This reminds me of a story when you had the sex ed, like when you like first get it. Cause, like when you first get it, it's very like abstinence, and then you get to high school. When in my high school is like very actually very well educational, just be like, they're just like, look, um, here's all the birth control methods. Condoms are the best. Just use those, uh, unless you're getting on the pill. Even then, like it doesn't like the pills don't get rid of STDs. So, anyways. <clears throat> anyways though um i think tammy too and we should stop slut. i think i tried to make this point last week but didn't we should stop slut shaming people because um sluts are cool uh if you know a slut tell her i said hi and uh we, i'd love to hang out with her sluts are cool and so stop shaming sluts you know you'd like them you know you like them too so uh i think that's it for the news this week um we are all stupider and uh less wise now more than ever this episode is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch streamer myself, I can tell you there are two types of games. There's the games that you go back to time and time again. For me, that's... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are also games that I go back to time and time again. But you also have those types of games that you play once and then you never pick up again. And that's where I believe Gamefly is perfect for you gamers out there. Uh, most video games coming around $60 and this uh, with new consoles coming out uh, at the current moment. They can be upwards at $70 even then, and then you don't even include DLC when in regards to that. This is where Gamefly comes in perfectly, because for that one low monthly fee, you can just rent games, play them, and then when you're done with them, you send them back. I wasn't a big fan of Luigi's Mansion back when I played it in October, so I was easily able to send it back and get myself a new game in the process, which was perfect for me. Uh, just start playing other games. Just be able to open your horizons on what games you want to play with Gamefly is my 
personal favorite thing. So uh, for the low monthly price, your first two months, if you use the link in our description, your first two months are only $10. So stop wasting so much money on video games. Stop spending $60 on a game you're only going to play once. Use the link in our description today, and you can start playing game more games, rent games, play as long as you want, and when you're done, just send it back. They will send you a new game to play. It's that simple. So use our link in the description today for your first two months of $10 with Gamefly. And just a reminder, when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality to provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out. Uh, with your purchase of any product with FNX Fitness, one thing I love is that they donate a gallon of water with every purchase you make to a child in need in a country that doesn't necessarily have clean drinking water, which is perfect. You get to feel good when you buy a product from FNX Fitness. Uh, you can start using their supplements. Work smarter, not harder with their supplements. That way you can get the most out of your workout, and so you no longer have to be fat. Hashtag. So using the promo code SWEGCAST or the link in our description today, you can save 15% off your purchase with FNX Fitness. Again, that is 15% off of your purchase when you support FNX Fitness and get a product from them. And a reminder that when you support our sponsors, you directly support this show. All right, so it's uh, that time of the week again. <laughs> I don't know why. That's not a way to start this segment. Um, I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna get a little sad for a moment, and then we're gonna then we're gonna have we're gonna laugh again. Um, actually, this could be a little funny. Um, I don't know how it'll turn out. Um, let's talk about the Asian hate shit that's going on right now. It obviously we all know it's wrong, and obviously in Atlanta, uh, like eight people died. I think it's around eight people. Obviously, it's wrong. We, we can all establish that. If you disagree with it, um, go fuck yourself. But you can continue listening uh, because I have some good things to say. Uh, that Micah will be like, oh, you really didn't solve this problem. Fuck you, Micah. It's, it's a Josh positive episode, not a Micah positive episode. Um, so obviously, we, we can all we, most of us can agree it's wrong. So I'm going to digest why you're wrong and why you're fucking stupid. Um, so... The idea of these Asian hate crimes comes from this idea, um, well, comes from, I, I don't know if it, we can, I don't know what's fact or anything. I'm just going to bullshit. Um, that Wuhan, China uh, spread COVID to the entire world, creating the pandy. Um, so that's the thing about that. So they're attacking all Asians in America uh, for this problem. So, okay, so, so let me get this straight. Um, let's say you see two guys wearing an ACDC shirt. So we have that two guys who own and wear an ACDC shirt. You, one of the guys in an ACDC shirt, uh, kills your parents and the other person, um, is just a normal guy and, uh, has done nothing wrong to anyone ever for any reason whatsoever. Um, so you decide to go attack the man in the ACDC shirt, uh, that didn't kill your parents because another guy in an ACDC shirt killed your parents. 
Do you see how stupid that is? You see how stupid you fucking are? I had to take race out of it because your fucking dumbass thinks race matters. Well, where you, uh, where uh, your ancestors came from and then breeded with uh, designates who was superior. No, it fucking doesn't. Anything, we're going with the superior race. I think black people may have it. Like, have you seen Michael Jordan? Have you seen LeBron James? They have to be, like, the superior. If we're talking about, like, the superior race, it has to be them. Like, they're built, muscly, strong, tall. Most of them, at least. I, I don't know. I'm making a strong generalization, uh, which we should not do, apparently, because some Gen Z kid will get mad at me on the internet. Or Micah. Fuck Micah. But I also love the guy. So, um... So, yeah, so basically, you're fucking stupid if you're blaming American Asians, just American Asians, not even Chinese, just like, you know, you know what I'm going to, you know what they look like. Um, I'm not going to say it out loud. We all know. So you're blaming the ones in America, some of which have never even been to China or the origin company that they're from. You're attacking them. The problem. I mean, it would make sense if you go to China and start some shit, but... This makes, it just makes no sense. Like, if you're trying, are you trying to solve the problem of COVID? Because that's not, you're not solving anything. You're just attacking innocent people who are just with you. Some of them work at nail salons. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not, I'm staying away from that. I had like a thought in my head I could go through. I'm like, do not, do not say anything. Do not say anything. I don't know. I just feel like any type of like race superiority is just, this is fucking stupid because a lot of things look okay. Let's say like, let's go with the idea of black people are better at basketball than white people. Um, I mean, there's a lot in sports. I can tell you that, but, um, uh, like LeBron James still had to work for it. Michael Jordan's still had to work for it. Um, Scotty Pippen still had to work for it. Uh, that white guy from Indiana, I can't think of his name right now. Larry Bird, that's his name. He had to work for it. Everyone, you know, like music, like in music too, like he had to work for it. And also, like, I don't understand racists in music because in in the United States, all of our music genres have come from black people. Jazz, rock and roll, hip hop, pop. Like it's all come from black people. So you're like, I I fucking hate black people. You're like, but I love their music. I mean and that's how Elvis got famous, because, like, they basically, I think the colonel was, like, his manager, or, or he was his, that guy. Um, basically, like, he listened to black music. Back then, like, music was segregated for some fucking reason. Because, God forbid, these fucking boomers, like, listen to a black man sing. They're little fragile egos. Um, listen to a black... And so, what the colonel wanted, he wanted a white man who sang like a black man, and that's how Elvis Presley, but Elvis sang a lot of black people songs, so Elvis is a good performer, but everything else is done by black people, so stop being racist, that's that's what I'm trying to say here, um, I don't want to have to get Micah on here to talk about not being racist, I'm not into that shit, Micah just bums you out with all these facts, fuck you Micah, love you though. Um, alright, so now that the bummer's out, uh, stop Asian hate. Apparently, since I have a platform, I have to say that. So, uh, if you're racist, shut the fuck up. And that's from all of us in the world. Alright, so, 
it's time for another wonderful segment of uh, Scraping the Bottom of the Barrel, where um, I go to BuzzFeed and I go over an article. Um, we call it Scraping the Bottom of the Barrel because uh, we are making low-tier content right now. Um, and um, am I ashamed of it? Pro- I should be, but I don't really care, to be honest. When you give a fuck about things, I don't know. That's a whole long story. Anyways, we're going through this article. So last week, apparently, I talked about how much I hated women. And uh, Micah called me out and said that uh, fragile masculinity, uh, I did not call that out and solve that problem. Here on a show where I talk about porn and a woman with two vaginas and a pastor who farts on uh, faces of people. Uh, I did not solve, uh, fragile masculinity. So maybe this will make up for it. Um, this is from Buzzfeed. Uh, we got like 25 of these topics. Uh, men are sharing the telltale signs that a guy is insecure in his masculinity and it's too accurate. So let's first, let's just go with me first. Am I, I have fragile masculinity. I don't think so. I've always been kind of a, like a sissy. I think I told a story like I was almost hired at like a floral like shop in a grocery store or whatever. And the guy told the manager of that area, it's like, he's very in touch with his feminine side. And so, so that's how I am. I would say like 60% masculine, 40% feminine. Um, I'm dirty like a man, but apparently I clean myself like a woman and take care of myself like a woman. Fellas, is it gay to clean your ass is a question we've asked on the show before. And uh, let's just go into it. So am I, do I have fragile masculinity? Um, no, because I'm barely masculine. So can't have, can't have something you don't have. That was, that was a stupid fucking sentence I just said. Okay. Number one, constant attempts to one up anything and anyone at any time. Um, is that a man thing? Because, you know, I kind of. Me, me and Micah do that, but we're not. Is that a, I feel like, can't women do that too? One-up each other? That's called having parent issues, honestly. Um, sibling issues, honestly. Um, I do that, but I don't think it's like a masculine problem. I just assume everyone does that. Maybe I am wrong. I've known to be wrong at some times. Um, I used to think Bill Cosby was a good person. Uh, I was wrong, and I'm willing to admit that now I am wrong. So, uh, so is one-upping someone, is that too masculine? Maybe I need to rethink that, like one-up each other. Um, I just think I'm a hater, and uh, I, I'm, I'm better than other people. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I'm just too, I'm, maybe I'm just better than everyone else. Um, all right, let's go to number two. People online who post cringy graphics of a lion or the Joker with an equally cringy quote next to it saying something like, followers work for others. The alpha works for himself with some dollar signs next to it. Um, yeah, I think we're going to be going through this topic a lot. If you call yourself an alpha, um, you're probably a beta. <laughs> I would never call myself an alpha. I would only call myself an alpha of a one-man wolf pack. I work for myself alone, and I don't have followers. I don't let people follow me. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm the leader. I'm my own leader and I'm the leader of no one, but I'm the leader of myself. Maybe that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. I I do enjoy leading things, but at the same time, like 
Sometimes just following someone's easier because then you just don't do anything. Um, yeah, but if you use the word alpha, yeah, you're probably um, – you, you shouldn't breed. If you use the word alpha, you shouldn't breed. People were like, I listen to the Joe Rogan experience. Joe Rogan doesn't talk about that shit, okay? I listen to Joe Rogan sometimes when I like the guests, and uh, I can guarantee you he just sometimes talks about drugs. The drug stuff is all honestly true. Like, that stuff – is not made up, but uh, man, no, we gotta be an alpha male. Wow, gotta hunt elk. He likes hunting, hunting elk. Why are we like, talking shit on Joe Rogan? Like, I like how like I'm like defending Joe Rogan. Like he can defend him fucking self. <laughs> but uh, oh, but there's yeah, I do get the he has those types of followers. Um, where I really think they're just UFC fans, and then UFC fans listening to a guy talk to Elon Musk about shit and getting high. Um. Number three, he's middle-aged but constantly shares photos of himself in his prime, like from his old football team or his military uniform, etc. Okay, well, like throwback Thursday's fun for everyone. I'm not sure if I can get on board with this. Um, I think there's another art part of this, but like if you're trying to just share glory days, like I wish I could go back, you know, back in my day, I could throw pigskin over the mountains. I tell you what. <laughs> If you don't get that reference, you may be too young for the show. To be honest, you may be too young. It's from Napoleon Dynamite, FYI. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the football thing's weird uh, or stuff like that. Like, I don't know. If I was, like, 50 and I try to talk about the music I made right now, that'd be pretty cringy. But like, back in my day, I used to make make that shit. Like that song called Oof, and, you know, it was like, if you don't want me, then I don't want you. Actually, yeah, that EP's out now on uh, Spotify, wherever you get your music at. Um I assume most people have Spotify. Um, stream that shit. Um, middle-aged man. But yeah, if you're middle-aged, there was a guy, he announced the basketball games in my high school, and he had like a 1964, I want to say, Letterman's jacket, and he still wore it. I don't know. I mean, he was a nice guy. I, I mean, I, I mean, I got to hung out with him a little bit. He's a cool guy, but at the same time, it's like, still wearing that shit? <laughs> cool dude, though, so... Calm your tits, people. I like them. I just thought it was weird. But there's a lot of problems I have with a lot of people. Like Micah. I was going to say Josh, but this is a Josh-positive episode of Cancel Shweezy. So we're not talking shit about Josh. Just Micah. Because Micah's fucking weird. Um, Number four. Man, we got a lot to go through. I am just fucking dragging out. Uh, I'm about to be 27. I still see an ex-football player posting his highlight videos and stat sheets from high school. He'll post himself working out and caption it with, I still run shit here. Uh, just can't let the glory days go. That's why I'm so happy I didn't do sports in high school. I mean, I did band and choir in high school, and I enjoyed it, but like... The nice thing about that is I'm not fucking posting any of those videos, like, of me playing back then. I, I even have videos of me playing guitar back then, and I'm like, I'm going to unlist this shit <laughs> now, because um, this sucks. But, like, if you had to, if you saw me posting shit like, this is my high school marching band uh, performance from 2012, no, 2000, I was out of high school in 2012, 2011, um... Here's here's a little video of us. Uh, oh, we did Hey Jude. Oh man, we did Hey Jude in high school, and uh, basically, so in the, in the actual song Hey Jude, uh, at the end of the song, uh, John Lennon has a stroke. He's like Jude, 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 Jude. Ah, wow, 
wow, wow, basically like that, screaming out loud. And uh, I think I was playing in like the pit, like I was playing like marimba or some shit. Um, basically, we did Hey Jude, and then there was the part like na 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 na. That's before the the stroke starts. And uh, so when you know when you're in rehearsal, you're doing this like every day for like three months. Um, you goof around a lot. And if it was funny, the band directors would let you get away with it. And so <laughs> that's, that's a key thing. Sometimes you can get away with goofing off if it's funny. Um, and so, you know, just during, like, performances and then, like, na 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 hey, Jude. And I would just be yelling out, Jude, 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 wow. And I was just, like, screaming it. And, uh, and so, like, basically, you know, just goofing off during that. And so... And so basically one day, uh, our three drum majors and the music teachers circled around me. They're like, hey, we want you to do that during the actual performances. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I, we did it at actual performances. And I think we did our one competition because for some reason we only did one competition. Um, and my dad was there. My mom, I think she was a volleyball coach at the time, so she couldn't make it. So my dad was like, I'll show up. Like I cared that they showed up to watch me play music um and uh that was like you know the people watching really into that <laughs> things that was also the same day i think he bartered down a pair he forgot his sunglasses at home uh and like he needed he wanted a new pair and so he bartered a salesman down <laughs> prices that's dad shit for you anyways so um yeah do not post about your glory days in high school uh talk about them on a podcast um but only if they're only if it's funny. And remember, you can get away with anything as long as it's funny. Kill someone, make it funny, because then you'll get away with it. <laughs> okay, I need more wine, folks. Oh boy, we're only on. Oh man, we're only on five. Okay, number five. Constantly looking to brag about your wealth and physical prowess, especially on social media. I know a few dudes who define themselves by the amount of money they've made or how they've better how they're better than everyone because they practice a certain martial art. Those guys have tiny dicks. Um because if you are trying because you they think that their fighting skills, their good like their you know, their bodies or like their chiseled abs uh or their wealth they're using that to get laid because they don't have anything else good for them i've seen a lot of guys with ugly faces and they're like i'm just gonna get super ripped and like that's how they get women i mean i guess it works for some guys as long as you're not a dick about it but i know it is funny like you see guys with ugly face getting ripped i'm like oh no you see a guy like flaunting his wealth or whatever um he has a tiny dick. Folks, it's it's simple to find out. Um, people who are... For a man, your dick is everything to you, apparently. And when your dick is normal-sized, like mine, I'm fine to admit it's normal, it's not humongous, and it's not small. Uh, then you don't try to uh, overcompensate for anything. Um, that's just how life works. If you overcompensate for something, like when you have a lifted truck that's really loud... Sonic drive-ins specifically, that's how you know their dick is small. Um, it's not hard to find someone with a small dick. But uh, but ladies, I say I have a normal-sized dick, uh, but when it is soft, it is not impressive, okay? I always want to acknowledge that. I want to be vul- 
I always want to be uh, what's it's not vulnerable, um, transparent. That's what they use at churches. Transparent. I want to be transparent with you. My dick soft is not impressive at all. It is the saddest thing in the world. My soft dick is the saddest. Um, but hopefully, um, typically, uh, when you have an unacceptable soft dick, that's not important to women. Uh, it's only important when it's hard. So, uh, remember guys, um, no woman I've ever been with has said that my dick was bad. So they've all been very nice to me about it. At least that they hurt with my heart. Women hurt your hearts, not your penises. If they hurt your penis, they're going to hurt your heart. All right. I'm dragging this. Oh man. This has been a rough, this has been a rough episode. Uh, number six, when he's not supportive of the other men in his life, a truly masculine man loves and supports his brothers and celebrates their achievements. An insecure man brings down other brings down to prove he's on top. Now, I make fun of Josh and Micah a lot, but I also love those guys. Um, and I will very much tell you things I like about them. Like I told Josh, even though that was kind of a joke, <laughs> but that's that's a different thing i actually do like josh and i wouldn't be making fun of him on a podcast if i didn't love him and i also love micah even though i hate him and fuck him (laughs) but no i love that guy um so it's weird i get mad at him when he like bashes himself i'm like are you bashing yourself i want to let you know that's my job and so you need to fuck off with this fucking shit attitude for yourself um because Mike is my bitch, and he is no one else's bitch but mine. And uh, if you're not supporting your friends, you're just a shit human. Like, you're trying, always trying to bring your friends down. Those aren't friends, buddy. You don't have friends. You're a fucking loser. You don't celebrate your friends. I always try to, my friends do something good. I think, okay, so we obviously know, um, I make this joke about Josh's book. It's uh, Track and Desire, a... Uh, a journey after swallowtail kites. So, the story behind that is that Josh's book is Tracking Desire, a memoirish walk through faith and shit like that. That's basically the real title. It's on Amazon. It's too long for my taste, but I but I I like Josh because he put a long title on his book. Um, but so when he re- when the book like the date it was supposed to be released, I wanted to go on Amazon, take a screenshot, and just like send him congratulations, congratulations, your book's out. You know. Just, you know, be a good, be a good friend, because I want to let him know he did a good thing. And, um, and then I saw this other book, Tracking Desire, A Journey After Swallowtail Kites, next, underneath his book. And I'm like, I'm going to screenshot that and send it to him. <laughs> and so that has been an ongoing joke that only I find funny. And, um, maybe you do too. Josh might have a, may have giggled a little bit at it, but, uh. Nevertheless, he persisted. Uh, man, we gotta lift up our brothers, for we are men, and apparently, we need to do that. Fellas, is it gay to motivate your friends? <laughs> okay. Number seven, a more subtle one I see is not allowing themselves to enjoy things that are traditionally childish or girly. Not watching TV shows or listening to a certain music because they don't like it is fine. But if the reason is because it's sissy, girly, or not manly, they might as well admit that they think enjoying those things will make them look weak or less masculine. I always kind of want to know, at least like, obviously, 
I feel like TV gets it. Like this show is made for women. <laughs> like it's clear. It's called Lifetime. They had a whole they have a whole channel made for it. Like, are you into anything feminine? Uh, come to Lifetime, where men will hurt you. <laughs> and uh, it's it's you know the idea of like not all men, and obviously you know Shrek would never do that to anyone. But uh, you know it's not all men, but like Lifetime, it's like all men. Um, I do agree with the statement, not all men, um, to a point, uh, but if you're a stranger to a woman, she can't trust you. So, um, also let's do it. Let's remember we had that. Oh, we're still doing the ongoing weekly, um, no sexually assaulting a woman challenge. Um, it renews, we do it every week and, uh, every week we decide to not sexually assault a woman. So if you're new to the show and have not joined the don't sexually assault a woman challenge, uh, we would like you to join us in not sexually assaulting women because that is not cool. And, uh, so we never, so every week we challenge us every week. We, we go a full week without sexually assaulting a woman and then the next week we do the same. So every week is don't sexually assault a woman week. And uh, it's an ongoing thing we're doing here. And it's very cool. We're excited for you uh, to join us in the don't sexually assault a woman uh, challenge. <laughs> it's, a ch- it's a challenge. Um, number eight, making gay jokes. Now, I've been known to make gay jokes, but I make good gay jokes that, that are classy. More, more or less actually make, I don't actually make straight jokes. Like see a gay couple post a picture on Instagram. It's like, you two are such great friends. Going to get great girlfriends someday. <laughs> and I'm trying to get all gay people to say like no hetero. It's like, yeah, you know, I went to the hardware store, no hetero instead of like no homo. Okay. That's the joke. So, um, don't make cheap gay jokes, make rich gay jokes, make expensive gay jokes because They'll be funny to even gay people. Um, refusing to moisturize. Dudes with will be red and raw like that's how skin's supposed to be. Now, I know this is a Josh positive episode. Um, and I remember one time Josh shamed me for this. But Josh would also like to say that he did not call me gay for doing it. Um, he just disapproved and saw it as girly. But he didn't say gay. Um but that's why I like about Josh because whatever I just said. Um, um, but no, y'all men out there, we should be washing our faces. And when we get done washing our faces, you need to use an oil-free moisturizer. I'm not saying you need to spend like a hundred dollars on a little bottle of moisturizer. Just get the off brand Walmart Kroger, wherever you shop, just get the off brand is fine. You just gotta moisturize your fucking face. This is—I think this is more of a white people problem, because uh, I know with black people, um, if they don't moisturize, it shows. And I know you—you um, you can see that it just doesn't show on white people. That's why you always need a black person in your life to tell you to use moisturizer. Moisturizer is not gay, folks. I don't know wh- how we got to this point. Fellas, is uh, taking care of the biggest organ on your body gay? Skin is the largest organ on our bodies. And um, we need to start taking fucking care of that. So um, that's another rant. But remember, Josh said 
that he did not say it was gay. So just let him know that. So um, just let everyone – I just want to make that public record that Josh did not say using moisturizer is gay. He he very much texted me uh, to not say, to say that he did not call moisturizer gay. So um, – and I believe – I'll let him have that because it's a Josh positive episode. Um, number 10, if their Nissan Micra sounds like it will rip a hole in the fabric of the universe whenever they accelerate because of the mods that do nothing other than increase volume. Like I said, small penis problems. Um, normal pe- penis guys like myself do not have that problem. Would do not think about doing that stuff. You know why? Because our normal pieces penises keep us company. That's just how life is. Um, number... 11, uh, trying to dominate a conversation or activity for no reason, being needlessly competitive. Um, I've been competitive. I'm really only like that with, Micah always dominates the conversation. God, I remember one fucking time we were, I don't know, we had a friend who lived in like a really nice apartment complex in college and, uh, they had like a pool and hot tub and so we were like sitting in a hot tub with a bunch of like frat guys and shit like that. I'm like, what's up? I'm I'm Sam. I'm a I'm a music major and uh I'm kind of Oh, no. I remember that night. I was not funny at all. <laughs> no one thought it was funny at all. Oh, do you do you ever just like, I generally think I'm a funny guy, but like you have to I I, I always make sure to like read the room. Whenever I try to be funny, like, just kind of, like, understand who I'm playing, like, who I'm dealing with, like, understanding someone's sense of humor. If someone doesn't have a sense of humor, please get out of my life immediately because I don't want to hang out with you. You are not fun. Um, But I was just, like, trying to make jokes, and they were like, oh. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) You do not think I'm funny at all. And so um, one thing I've learned is... Um, that was a rough night, but then Micah was talking to some chick, and I don't know if he was trying to get in her pants or sell her a book, but he, like, literally talked for an hour straight, like, we were waiting on him, it was literally, I literally think it was an hour, and he talked, and this girl was not talking, she was just nodding, and he was just fucking talking about his book for an hour straight, and, um, I believe that was in 2013, and I still bring that up to this day, like, Micah, you're just gonna talk someone's ear off and uh i don't think mike is the same person anymore so it's kind of a shitty thing to be comparing someone from like a person they used to be (laughs) but it's micah and i love the guy but also fuck him um always number 12 always finding to be right no matter what even if someone obviously knows what they are talking about um sounds like issues i shouldn't bring up but yeah some of those guys are annoying uh, number 13, if his view on what makes a man a man is narrow in his mind, they are only two or three types of men, and other types are wrong. I go back to church camp, and I remember hearing uh, one of the pastors say, you know, Jesus was one of the manliest men of all, and that's why we should try to be like him. I'm like, that's kind of cool. You're like, Jesus was a cool dude. Like, you know, you talk shit on the Bible all you want. Jesus was a cool dude. Like, Jesus was, like, probably the only cool dude in the Bible. Yeah, I would say that. Paul was kind of a bitch. Um, He's like, you know, I wish everyone could be single like me. Buddy, you're probably just fucking ugly. Um, So, yeah, um, your idea of what a man should be is, like, if you have a beard and you don't go fishing, you're not a real man. I'm like, what the fuck? 
she just say, you have facial hair and uh, you don't fish. You're not a real man. All right. Um, sounds like you aren't a real man. Um, it sounds like your dick is small. So miss me with your bullshit. Um, number 14, guys who talk shit about women who speak up or needlessly call them names. Yeah, there's there's a little thing to the I I like this I like this topic. Um I don't agree with it. No. <laughs> but there is a thing like when you think about like women who are going to be like successful in the world, like m- we men tend tend to call them a bitch. Uh for getting who get a woman who gets things done, you know, and like leadership and shit like that. We tend to call her a bitch, but men are literally doing the same thing. Um so I, I mean, yeah, I know. I totally agree with the statement that like these people talk shit on women, like you know, slut shaming, like go that idea of like a man's a key and a woman's a lock. Like if you a key that opens a lot of locks is a good key, but a lock that uh, lets a lot of keys open in is a shitty lock. Like that's so fucking stupid. Um, I don't know. I think I always try to treat women. I can easily do it with music, and I'm trying to, like, adjust myself because I grew up Christian, and we didn't treat women right. Um, I'm trying to, like, readjust my brain to... No, I can do it with music, but for some reason, like, I need to, like, uh, rewire some things every while else in life. And then Micah says I disrespect women because I didn't... I didn't uh, fix toxic masculinity. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this now. We're halfway through this list. Um... I'm not going to fix toxic masculinity. I'm only here to entertain you all (laughs) and talk shit on people I disagree with. All right. So, number 15, guys who are uncomfortable being close emotionally or physically to other men in fear of being gay or emasculated. I want to know what you mean by physically. Basically, like, uh, I want to cuddle my male friends. Um, that is gay. So, anything slight that could be considered sexual physically is gay. And not that there's anything wrong with that, as Seinfeld is so nicely pointed out. Um, emotionally, no, you can't be, that's okay, being emotionally with your friends. You gotta be emotional with your friends. Fellas, is it gay to talk about your feelings with your friends? Um, physically, we gotta define that, um... Because it could be gay, and still good gay. Because if it's foreplay, as you know, I'm the king, uh, foreplay with another man is still gay. So, so number 16, I disagree with a guy on a political issue, and he immediately called me a beta. So, yeah, pretty clear cut there. Yep, um, if you use the terms alpha and beta, you're a beta. And you probably have a tiny penis. That's pretty pretty obvious. Um, but you know that shit. Um, we're 24 episodes into this show. We know what's going on. Uh, uh. So, mm. here we go. Number 17, I have something to say about that. Refusing to drink any non-manly drink. Mentioning how big his dick is. It isn't. Thinking sports knowledge is a personality trait. All right, let's, let's go backwards here. Um, sports knowledge, um, is like my music knowledge. It's not a personality trait. It's an interest. It's something that you like. Um, and also no, uh, no woman, not a lot of women want to know about your sports. That's why I get so annoyed. I'm like, huh? 
one of those guys who doesn't like sports. I just, I get so, like, I can't, I'm so worried about having kids and them wanting to do, like, sports and shit like that. I can barely sit through a game of football, like NFL football, like professionals, like, doing professional sports. I can barely sit through that. I cannot imagine watching a fucking child play football or baseball. I cannot imagine it. it and my friend's like, just drink at the game. Like, I can't always be fucking drinking all the time, folks. Do not mention this podcast. Um, so, sports are just an interest. There's either sport guys or video game guys. I like being a video game guy. Because, guess what? You can get a girl to like video games, too. It's called um, trying to spend quality time with someone. And that's what I made my friend do, who has a girlfriend that he likes hanging out with. Just like, why don't you play with us? That's how you make friends, folks. Um, then we got mentioning how big his dick is. Um, yeah, if you're bragging about your dick size, probably not. Um, because, one, I'm a big believer. It only matters how big it is hard. And if you're bragging about your hard dick to other men, yeah, you pro- your masculinity is probably fucking a finger tap away from breaking. And then refusing to drink any non-manly drink. Now, I may have already told this story, but one time with a girl I was interested in, I guess we were drinking at a bar or something like that, I ordered a gin and tonic, which, um, as a normal person would know, is a very gender-neutral drink uh, because it's gin, tonic water, and probably some lime. Like, it's a very... I would say it's a gender-neutral drink. A very, I would also say a very classy drink. If you order a gin and tonic, um, that's a very easy one. Every bar has it, and uh, very, it's a very simple drink, and all that shit. Um, this girl who had the hots for Shweezy was like, I can't believe. I'm like, what are you drinking? A gin and tonic? Like, oh my god. I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to say right now to me? About a gin and tonic? That is not a girly drink. Um, that was also weird. Manly drinks. I don't know. Dude, cocktails are good. Shut the fuck up about alcohol. Do not shit on alcohol. I, once, I was also once shamed for drinking wine. Like, look, now most men aren't like very big. Like, wine has, has gotten like the woman treatment, but... Guys will drink it with women. Like, it's not a big deal. Let's stop talking shit on wine. Let's stop putting gender terms on alcohol. Thank you. Uh, it's like women don't like beer because it's not sweet and fruity shit. And shut the fuck up. Um, number 18, putting nuts on the trucks probably. Yep, that's fragile. We're moving on from that. We, I don't think I need to discuss that. Truck nuts. Um, number 19, the worst are guys who use hashtags on Instagram like hashtag real men. Man, hashtag real men. Hashtag real men have beers. Hashtag manly. Hashtag man. Hashtag men. Hashtag alpha male. Hashtag intelligent. Hashtag smart, etc. I'm like, dude, I've never seen a confident masculine man ever once you shit like that. If you have to tell the world you're a real man or how intelligent or alpha you are, you aren't. A very good concept. If you have to explain something to someone... Uh, you're probably not that thing. Um, I guess I would say I'm a musician, but also, um, why would I say I'm a musician when I could just pick up a guitar and play for you? Some shit. My nose itches again. Um, 
just like that. And then when people say, I'm not racist, but, um, yeah, you probably are slightly racist, maybe like diet racist. Like you don't think black people are less than white people, but also you don't want to be around a black person, which is a problem. Um, and that's how I think. Number 20, worrying about honor and fighting over it. I've never been in a fight. 99% of my friends have never been in a fight. None of my colleagues have ever been in a fight. Yet, you come across these fuckwits who seem to think that it's normal. Quite often, they complain about it. Oh, I can barely leave my house without someone starting shit in every single scenario. It is them who is the problem. Now, a lot of thoughts here. My nose still itches. Why the fuck does my nose itch? Um... Yeah, I don't get into a lot of situations where I need to fight someone. Um, Micah used to say things when we go out. Uh, if we get into a fight, you got my back. And I would always say, why the hell are we starting a fight? And that's kind of what I would say. I had to tell him recently. Like, remember when you did ask me that uh, if we got into a fight, you got my back? And I never said these words like, yeah, I got your back. Well, I always did. Ride or die, bitch. Also, my EP out now on all your um, streaming services. God damn it, my nose itches. Why does it always itch when I fucking do this show? Um, so, yeah, people, I don't know. Like, I've, I've talked about people with, like, anger issues, like, who just angry and hostile super quickly. Just, like, stay the fuck away from me because I don't like you. I'm like, Jesus. Like, like, I don't know. It's like, you're, I don't know, you're fucking... You got charged, like, five cents on, like, your electric bill. Just shut the fuck up. No one likes you. Um, number 21. We're almost, we're almost done with this, folks. Aggression and violence. Many insecure men use tactics of intimidation or just plain old violence because they feel attacked by everything. Can't discuss things like a normal grown-up and feel like it proves they are a real man. Um, yeah, I think I just said that topic before. People who just get a very aggressive and violent, like, super quickly, just like, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's going to be some past shit I have to get over, but that's the way it is. Yeah, you know what the fuck I think about that. Thinking he's cool for hating cats. Now, folks, I, I'm a big animal fan. Obviously, I have an Airbud poster in my home. Um... I've been thinking about getting a cat. I love dogs, too. Just, you know, I like animals. I'm not, like, an animal freak, but I enjoy animals. If you've listened to any relationship advice I give, and the the question is, my girlfriend wants me to get rid of my dog. Um, I always answer with, uh, maybe you should get rid of the girlfriend, because the dog is better, and um, dogs are pure, most of them. Some of them are dicks. Um, but, like, hating cats, cats are great. Folks, we need to talk about cats. People who are like, I fucking hate cats. I'm like, look, dogs love your attention. But cats, you earn a cat's affection. And if you've never earned a cat's affection, um, you're a shitty person because you can't... Because dogs give love, but cats, you earn love. And that's why cats are great. And I will always love a cat. For everything they are. Except when they scratch me, then I don't like them. I, oh man, I think I'm, I want to adopt a cat. Maybe I should adopt a cat. Um, big thing though, I, like, I do obviously want to adopt. I kind of want to get a black cat. Because those are like always so um, hated at animal shelters. You know, like animal shelters and stuff like that. There was like a music kitty cafe in Nashville. 
it's a show called Music City Cafe, and I went there once, and uh, there was one cat that, like, so we were, like, checking in, I guess, at the front counter, and, like, there was a cat that jumped on me, like, jumped on my shoulder, and usually the cats don't do that, because, like, you can pet them, but they are, like, do not pick up the cats. That was, like, a rule there, so the cat, like, jumped on me, and uh, I was, like, you know, like, when you, I feel like when you adopt an animal, like, the pet chooses you. You don't choose the pet. That's kind of how I feel. And I'm just worried I won't get that situation. Anyways, though, uh, shut the fuck up if you hate cats. Cats are cool. Uh, dogs are cool, too. You can, like, you can like one over the other. Like, I'd rather have a dog. I don't think I really want to have a cat. But, like, some people are like, I have three dogs, but, like, keep a cat around. The cat will keep the dogs in check. Um, oh, and don't get me started. If, I, if you find a video of a cat and a dog becoming a best friend, um, that'll, that'll make me humble that would make me happy um or a dog and a baby those those make me happy too okay number 23 we're almost done folks chill out just being loud in general saying he doesn't care what anyone says or thinks about him but in reality seeks validation and attention from other people all the time this sounds like me um this sounds like me um i mean i don't really give a shit what people say about me it's just kind of like i'm I speak loudly. I think that's no, just me personally. And I used to get in trouble for talking really loud and talking too much. Shit. That I think I talked about this on another show, but if I ever if I have a child, if I make a child or uh get a rescue or whatever, um and their teacher puts down like on like my child's report card uh talks too much on their report card. They put talks too much on their report card if it's just like unless they're like disrupting class or something like that um the teacher teacher needs to fucking learn how to fucking tell a kid hey don't disrupt class um if they they tell me my child talks too much i am going to the school i i don't care if i have a wife or whatever uh, i'll do go this solo i'm going to school and i'm having a meeting with the principal and the teacher because that is unacceptable. Talking too much is a good thing. That's how people become podcast hosts, become radio hosts, and a lot of women. It's also very demeaning to a lot of women out there to be like, "This ch- your child talks too much." Like, never. Do, that does not have anything to do with my child's education. You putting down that my child talks too much. It's so fucking stupid. Much that means your my child probably has talents that's gonna natural talents that's gonna help them in their future. So I would, ne- if, I don't encourage everyone here. If you're, if you have a child, you, you got to rescue or whatever. And the teacher puts down talks too much, have a meeting with them and their boss, because that is, that is unacceptable. That is not educational. That's not an educational thing. That is a teacher, uh, talking shit on your child. And you should not let teachers talk shit on your children. Um, obviously there's ideas like, why is my child failing? And it's like, oh, the teacher's fault or your child isn't studying. That's like, you know, there's, there's debatable ones, but if your teacher's putting down child talks too much, talk to them and their boss. Be like, so this teacher is not talking well to my child and this is very unacceptable. So, um, that is nothing with this point. Um, we're talking about guys who are douchebags <laughs> and, uh, God damn it. My nose itches. Um, we're talking about guys who are douchebags and are just obnoxious for no reason. I've been obnoxious. Um, but anyways, now let's move on to 24. Um, compulsive cheating. You've got to have really low self-esteem and self-respect to seek validation from others in that ma- manner. Che- I've, yeah, 
definitely agree. And um, that's why I also hate poly people, which apparently uh, I'm wrong about poly people. But also at the same time, um, unless both people are good with it, most of the time someone's going to get hurt. And just maybe talk to a merit. Maybe just befriend a marriage counselor and just ask them in general. Like, so couples who decide to have like an open relationship or marriage, how does that work out? Someone gets hurt. That's how it works out. That's how it ends. That's always how it ends. Someone gets hurt. Um, typically the person who did not bring up, let's have an open relationship. That's the person who gets hurt. So now let's get to the uh, last one here. If they think a beard equals a personality, Micah, did you write this? <laughs> Is this Micah? No, Micah has an actual personality. The woke guy. I'm trying to make sure he doesn't become the fake woke that I talk about on the show a lot. So I'm making sure he does not become a member of the fake woke. We all have to push Micah against the fake woke and just make him real woke or schwoke. So... Yeah, um, if people who are like, it's like people who think uh, craft beer is a personality or sports are a personality. I'm like, it's not. It's not a personality. It's an interest. Uh, you can have interests, but it's not your personality. I like music, yet um, every conversation does not need to be about music. That's what I've learned. And uh, a beer is not a personality. And neither is craft beer. And... I'm going to leave it at that. This episode is brought to you by Drizzly. Uh, going to the liquor store is a hassle. And since we already get our food and other goods from other delivery apps delivered to us, Drizzly is here for our alcohol needs. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it's being called the Amazon for Liquor. Uh, use the link in our description today. You can set, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fees, so get $5 off your first order by using Drizzly. Uh, use that link in our description. And remember, when you support our sponsors uh, and use our links for these, you directly support this show. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Are you depressed? Feeling too lazy to cook for yourself? Are you wanting to support local restaurants in your area because they're struggling due to the pandy? Well, DoorDash is here to save the day. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local favorites and your favorite national chains such as Chipotle, Wendy's, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Your favorite restaurant is still open for delivery, so download the DoorDash app using the link in the description of this episode. It's all contactless delivery to keep my community and yours safe. Get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in the description. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link 
in our description. And when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. All right, everyone. It's time for me to give relationship advice. And I know what you're thinking. Um, doesn't Micah have something to say about that? He does. What? Care? I don't know. Love that guy. Uh, anyways, how do we give relationship advice to you every week? You can always email the shwedcast at gmail.com. Um, email may change soon. Did I say con? Com. Uh, email may change soon. So, um, letting you know. So I'm going to give some relationship advice to you, and uh, you're going to accept that as fact. And I'm going to save your lives uh, from everything in this world. All right. Here we go. Let's go to the first question. I want to split up with him, but it's his birthday tomorrow. All right. I can't stand him anymore. I've told, been told by my self-worth must be low to have stayed with him when he talked to me like crap and lazing around the house until recently when I stood up to him. I have started work and he doesn't bother finding one. He acted like a baby yesterday because I asked him why he wanted me transfer him five pounds uh, looks like you're British. He walked away and said, well, it doesn't matter why does it to bet on a horses in football, most likely. I don't look at him the same way. I can't stand him touching me, and whenever I answer his questions, he says, are you sure? And even that annoys me. He'll be lining up his cards and presents. I only got him a small, cheap present like a kid. Like a kid, okay. Like <laughs> you got him a child. <laughs> I was like, that's not a cheap present. Depends on where you buy it. Um, it's his birthday tomorrow, so I can't break up with him yet. Is it inappropriate to wait to a day or two later? I've been so moody and tried to stay nice up until then. It's so hard. Um. So yeah, don't break up with him on his birthday. That's that's shit. It's like my dad yelling me on my birthday. Um, but um. You're gonna. Have to, I I would say a week, and um, I assume you don't live together. Um, if you do live together, that's gonna be a little rough. But uh, if you don't, that's gonna be pretty fucking easy. Um, just kind of wait a week, become very distant, and then break up with him. So um, yeah, just uh, take a little bit of time. Uh, yeah, don't do it on his birthday. Wait like a week. I would say not a few days. Wait like a week. You can suffer through a week. I've suffered through a lot of weeks. A lot of them. I'm almost 28, and so I can tell you I've suffered through a lot of weeks. Um, you can too. And that's my advice to you, is to just suffer seven days longer. Next one I have here. Husband told me he doesn't enjoy getting me off. Now, this person is not considered a king. I already know this. He rarely initiates getting me off, and I'm usually the one to initiate sex. I made a panty challenge where every time he gets me off with his mouth, he gets those panties. And when he gets five, he gets a surprise. It's been months and months, and he's only done it once. Tonight, I asked him if he didn't like getting me off with his mouth, and he said he did not. I asked why, and he said he's just not into it. Later, I asked if he enjoyed getting me off at all, and he said it depends, like the adult typers. I asked on what, and he just said, if I'm it, it. 
I really hope that's a typo. Uh, this really hurts me. I love sex and used to love having long sex sessions with previous partners. My husband rarely initiates sex and is pretty much only into quickies. He can't stay hard very long. He's also not into foreplay. I get off pretty quickly, so it doesn't take too much time or work to get me off. How do I deal with this? Oral is so intimate, and knowing he doesn't enjoy it totally ruins it for me. Um, this guy's a fucking loser. Um, in the words of the great band Smash Mouth, a king who doesn't, oh, this is also in response to DJ Khaled saying he doesn't go down to his wife, a king who doesn't is no king at all. As you know, I am the foreplay king, so, um, of all the, of all the things I am able to talk about this is it this is my this is my field foreplay you don't eat pussy because you have to and it helps your partner you eat pussy because you love the game he does not love a game love the game this guy is a fucking loser um and you're married too god damn it that sucks dick trying to do the fucking does he get off to panties is that a thing for him you're married though like couldn't he get any of your panties at any time? Couldn't he just, like, go into your hamper and take them and smell them and jerk off with those? Okay, so that's a problem. Um, that's a problem. Someone messes me. Let me see if it's important. No, they're not important. Um, so, he does not like giving you off his mouth. This man... This is a child. You're you're married to a child. If you don't eat the pussy, for men, an eating disorder, we're not talking about the real ones. We're talking about, like, a, the fake one I'm talking about. Um, an eating disorder is not eating the pussy. That's a man's eating disorder. Um, that is not... We may not... Maybe I shouldn't say eating disorder. The show's called Cancel Sweezy, folks. You know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Um, but, uh... You had to. You tried motivating him, and it didn't work. So that's a sign. Um, I really don't get men who can't be motivated by a blowjob. I a blowjob motivates me. Motivates me to do a lot of things. Like I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and it's probably wrong, but I'm gonna say it anyways. So you've been warned if you're twiggered easily. Um, if any woman out there wanted me to like produce her music and I would obviously ask for cash money, you know, money up front, you know, obviously it's a business. And she said, Oh, I don't think I'm able to pay you, but what about if I give you a blowjob? Now, ethically, this is not a good thing. And I'm aware of that, but there's a part of me. I'm like, I might take that offer up. <laughs> But don't follow me for moral advice, people. I think that's like the moral of this episode. Not follow me for moral advice. Okay, you know what? I would not accept a blowjob for payments because I have bills to pay. Um, but also, I would hesitate for a second. <laughs> I will tell you that. You know, it's like, we're talking like 400 maybe like $400. Okay, that's good. Okay, someone, I think someone just messaged me. And I'm going to make sure it's 
God damn it. I'm going to put it up here. TJ, Ghost on Remedy, their album Dry Spells out now. Manipulated my memes. It's not cool. Um, anyways, um, folks, please eat your woman out. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is for beginners. You don't even know by the great Childish Cambino. Um, Y'all know what the hell's going on. Um, anyway, let's move on to the next one. Oh, okay. People, just eat your woman out. My boyfriend won't talk to me after I told him my gym coach asked me if he could take some photos of me for his Insta page. Well, that's basically it. Yesterday, my coach asked me and a friend of mine if he could take some pictures of us to help promote his gym. I wasn't so fond of the idea, but I told him yes because he's been very kind and supportive of both of us. Last night, my boyfriend came to see me and I told him my coach adding that, of course, I'll let him not take not to take pics of my butt because I'm uncom- not comfortable with it. I've seen the pics he's taken to other people and none of them are butt shots. He didn't say anything and went home quickly. Then he came home. He texted me and I asked if everything was okay. He said no because my girlfriend wants to do a photo shoot on a Saturday. I don't have a problem with it. Just don't do it while you're my girlfriend. If you want to show off your ass, then let's break up first. I told him I wasn't going to show off my ass, that if he had a problem with that, he should have told me while we were together and not wait till he got home to tell me that. He said that there's nothing to talk about if I take those pictures we break up so I could go to show my ass with my friend anytime I want. I told him again that they're not sexy pics. He replied, uh, OFC, if they're gym pics then they have to be sexy. Uh, Then he said that if my friend wants to upload pics so the guys would jerk off to her, she could do it. And if I wanted to do it too, first we have to break up. So I got angry and I told him not to talk badly about my friends. Since when we haven't talked, I've been waiting all morning for him to text me and nothing. I always text him first, but I won't do it this time. Isn't all these super immature? I mean, gym pics mean butt pics? Can't we talk about it instead of him threatening me? I don't want to break up, but I don't know how we can't communicate without a fight and how I can make him understand that his way of thinking is absurd. Oh, okay. So, um, listen, fellas, let's, let's talk to all the fellas out there. If your woman chooses, she chose this path. She wants to take nude photos and sell them online to people. It's okay, because she's not having sex with anyone else but you. So, who are you jealous of? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I get the idea of, like, porn actors, like, they, they have sex, make money while filmed, and then they come home to you, and you can't ask them how work was, because then you'll cry. Um, but, like, it's just, like, photos, shit like that. I'm like, fuck it, do it. Make some money. Buy me a PlayStation 5. You know what I'm like. <laughs> One, um... I don't get that that type of jealousy. I, I guess I don't. Um, it's like, I don't want my girl showing her body to anyone but me. I'm like, bitch, if it makes money. <laughs> um, I don't think she's making money. But honestly, it sounds like this dude, her gym coach or whatever, um, is probably taking pics for his business. Not to try to fuck your girl. Um, so chill the fuck out. Um, 
And if guys think your girlfriend's hot, remember, she's coming home. She's only coming to you, not anyone else. So they're jealous of you, not of her, of you. So calm your goddamn fucking tits. And uh, some Instagram fucking person wants to me to add them. Thanks for following. All right. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that was a stupid fucking relationship. Like, that guy's probably not good. Break up with me then. All right. I will post my ass on Instagram and then I will get a ton of DMs. So, yeah, good luck. Good luck, buddy. It doesn't sound like you respect women. Also, I think that may be it. I think I just figured out something. I think men who get mad at women for, like, posting, like, OnlyFans shit and stuff like that, I don't think they respect women. I think that's the thing. I think that's, I think, I think figure, I figured that out. So, we, we solved a problem here today. If you are mad that your significant other is posting sexy photos on the internet and that upsets you, you don't respect women. Because I don't care what anyone does on the internet. Um, but if it makes money, I'm, I'm pretty cool with that. But I also don't want another guy's dick in her. That's that's me. All right, let's move on before I legit say something stupid. Um, my girlfriend does not know if she wants a future with me, but still wants to continue dating. All right. Me and my girlfriend have been dating for the past two and a half years, I'm just about to complete my master's while she's just about to complete her undergrad. I have invested a lot of time and energy in this relationship to the point I feel my career aspirations and my desires to work hard have taken a backseat. However, we've discussed a couple of times if she wants a future with me or not. She has mostly replied negatively. Uh, one time she even straight away told me that I'm not the one. Though so She said this and. A year ago, I don't know if her position has changed. I've broken up twice with her because I don't see a point in dating someone who doesn't see a future with me. I do love her, and she persuades me to live in the moment, and that's why we end up getting back together. She says she's too young for that big of a commitment, which I agree, but I don't want a commitment. I just ask if she sees a future with me, and her answer has always been no in the past. She's taller than me, and I think that, too, is a reason why she does not see a future with me. I like her a lot, but in the recent past, she all has also been mean to me a couple times, although I think unknowingly, when we had just started dating, she had said, I don't know why I'm attracted to you. You're not even that attractive. I like to think that she has changed now and sincerely apologizes every time she hurts me now. But whenever she does hurt me, I think of the quote above and think if that's her true feelings about me, I think she feels I make her walk on eggshells. I feel I have become more insecure about the way I look because of her. I do love her, but I feel my career aspirations and studies are really suffering because of this relationship. I also think that if I am being oversensitive whenever I get hurt by her, even when I'm in the relationship, I constantly feel anxious that this is bound to end someday, and it really stresses me out. I broke up with her two days ago. I'm considering uh, talking to her again to mend things back because I feel that I'm judging her from her old positions about us too much. Should I try to mend things with her or not? Mm. All right, we're going to go point by point. We're scrolling back up to the top of this. Girlfriend does not know if she wants a future with me. Okay, um, we're going to go through here. Obviously, you got your master's, you have career aspirations, but you're 
putting in the back seat for her. That's a red flag. Do not do that shit. Do not drop everything. Even though one of my favorite song lines by the Avid Brothers, I would rearrange my plans and change for you. Uh, you still love that line. I still love that line. Um, just being that in love with someone. But at the same time, uh, do not ever do that ever for anyone. Um, if you have career and desires in your life that you want to live, um, you should go towards those. And if she doesn't want to come along with it, fuck her. Um, tell him fuck her. And this and I'm not, not really helping my point with Micah being like, you hate women. I'm like, no, I don't. Um, that's just, and okay, if the genders were reversed, okay, she wanted to have career aspirations and he wanted her to be like the housewife, I'd be like, fuck him. Okay, folks, so chill out. I'm explaining why I'm, I don't hate women. When I said earlier, if you have to explain it, you probably hate women, but I don't. I really don't care. Um, obviously, you're, you're putting more into this. And honestly, if she's saying, I don't see a future with you, Y'all need to just end shit. Um, that is for sure. Um, you said you broken up twice, but got back together. Uh, it sounds like she was the one who tried to get it back together, not you. Um, you were just vulnerable in a moment. Um, honestly, if someone says, I don't see a future, I don't see a future with us. I think, honestly, I'm going to say here, it sounds like and that she just likes having a boyfriend. Not necessarily, even if she doesn't like him, like, she just likes having him around. And that is very, I think, it's very strong. A lot of women are like that. Like, you meet, like, people who, like, who are in relationships, and then they break up, and then, like, not that much longer later, they're in another one. I think there's some people who are just so wired to, like, always have a significant other. Um, I'm not. Because I have standards, folks. For women, and literally nothing else in my life, for some reason. Um, so yeah, she's, she's bashing on your looks too. She wants to keep you around. Ah, oh, dude, this chick is toxic, dude. I'm, I'm only going to say that. She's, this chick is toxic. She's keeping you around because she needs someone to fulfill like this empty fucking void in her soul because how much of a bitch she is. Dude, you broke up with her two days ago. Um, stay broken up. Do not go back to her. Uh, she says she can't live without you. Remember. You always say, then die. Uh, this bitch is toxic. Um, and I've had this idea for a song. Like, I hope you... I don't know if I... I don't have, like, the melody for it yet, but I have that song idea. It's just, I hope you get what you deserve. For a lot of the women I've dated. Um, so I'm thinking about that a lot. Um, no, but, you know, dude, you need to leave this chick behind. She is nothing good in your life. She is, like, when your Pokemon gets poisoned and you are out of battle and you feel like that beeping noise if you played the older ones. Uh, this chick is toxic. Stay away from her. All right, here's a lighthearted one because that one was a little deep uh, from a thought who emotionally abusing someone. A boyfriend eats all the snacks. Here we go. Let's do a lighter one. Boyfriend and I have been together for over... for going on six years. We've been in COVID lockdown together for a year now, like all of us. Thank you. Every two weeks, we have to go grocery shopping and get two whole carts of groceries because we don't order out. We eat every meal at home. I wish I was with you there. I'm too weak. I actually have become self-employed over the course of the last six months. I spend most of my day at home. 
working. He plays video games all day. We take turns cooking and doing the dishes. On to the snack problem. I'm not much of a snacker, but he is. When we go grocery shopping, we make sure to both choose snacks that we want. Whenever I do get around to looking for a snack, they're all gone, and it's time to go grocery shopping again. He just idly sits there playing video games and eating all the snacks. I grabbed a bag of Cheetos last time we went to the store and only had a handful with a sandwich. He ate the rest. I grabbed a bag of salt and pepper ridge chips. Same thing, only a handful with a sandwich. He ate the rest. When I tried to approach him about this, he said, the snacks are for eating, aren't they? I guess he's right, but they are. But I just eat them more slowly too, slowly for him. And if I were to strategically buy twice as many snacks so we don't run out, he'd just eat those too. There are some things he doesn't like, but those things are usually not the best snacks. So I end up with the snacks that aren't as good. How do I approach this diplomatically? Diplomatically. Um, have an actual conversation and you're going to end in a fight, but uh, it'll solve a problem. Uh, but here's what I would do uh, to avoid a fight, because this is the type of guy you're getting. Um... You're going to have to hide the snacks, and you're going to have to figure out a good hiding spot that he will not find, and that way you have the snacks. That's going to be the only thing you can do, like maybe hide them in a box of tampons because no man's going to look in there. Um, what other women shit do guys not look in? Like a makeup drawer? Like I'm not even looking there. Um, inside a vibrator. Hopefully things are better for you. Um... We have a vibrator. We have a vibrator. If your woman needs that to get off. I've, you should just get a vibrating cock ring or something like that. You just put it on. You're still doing it, but also the machine is helping. It's like a win-win. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to hide the snacks from him. That's the only way you're gonna actually like solve this problem. Um, because it sounds like he's not gonna budge on this issue. Um, yeah. So just figure out a good hiding spot if you can. Um, gonna have to be a little sneaky, but uh, yeah. You're just going to have to figure that shit out. So, uh, someone mentioned me in there. Oh, someone mentioned me in their story. Let me just check that. Because I have mental health issues. If you have mental health issues, you check social media immediately. Oh, this is my, my good friend Grass Kingdoms. Go follow him. He makes shit. He makes the shit, not shit. He makes the shit. That's weird, putting the in front of the shit. I Means it's good. Um, yeah, you're just going to have to figure out a good hiding spot for the snacks, honestly. Um, there's no healthy way to solve that issue. Remember, sometimes uh, issues in relationships can't be resolved in a good way. So you have to work around them. All right, here's a good one from a good, I believe he's probably young, and I want to help him. All right. Advice for talking to girls. All right. So this might be a silly post, and I'm not sure if this is the subreddit for this, but I want to ask, how can I talk to girls and, like, be confident doing it? I'm quite the introvert, and, like, socializing isn't exactly my thing sometimes. I'm good at it, and I can start a conversation and carry it, but other times, especially with girls, I just can't, LMAO. Uh, it's mostly because I'm not the most happy with my looks, so I get pretty insecure. Also, I feel like I'm boring. Anyways, yeah, so how can I approach girls and talk, and like talk to them and not make myself look like a loser? I'd like to actually meet a girl and potentially have an actual girlfriend instead of some girl at it because most people I talk to are online so 
Um, here's my best advice for you. Um, if you're if you're a little introverted, sometimes you have to force yourself into conversations. Uh, when people talk about like oh, I have a hard time making friends, and I'm like, the, what you need to do. Like when I moved to Nashville, there was a good while I didn't have a ton of friends. Um, what I did, I forced myself into friendships. Um, so there's there's a way you do it correctly. Um, you just be like, oh, you're hanging out. Uh, can I come? And then you come over and then be a good friend. You also have to be a good friend. That's also a a keep topic while my nose itches. Um, you have to be a good friend, but a lot of times you just force yourself away into someone's friendship. A lot of my friendships have been that way. Uh, my friendship either I just showed up one day and became their friend, or I forced myself on them. And uh, you still have to be a good friend. You still have to be a good friend. But uh, yeah, so sometimes you have to do that way. Uh, when I say force yourself on a woman, there's a difference. Just uh, just start talking to them. Uh, and uh, if you think you're a loser, uh, you're probably not. Just talk and just talk about things you like and shit like that. Um, and also, like you said, you're not happy with your looks. I had a good conversation with Josh. You know, this is a Josh positive episode of Cancel Sweezy. Um, you have to find that little voice in your head that says that, like, negatively talks about how you look and tell it to shut the fuck up, folks. That is a good thing to do because it's only in your head. We all hate how we look. And um, I'm not sure what we can do about that. Um, so you talk, you fucking talk to, like, supermodels, like 10 out of 10 and they're talking about like, yeah, my my hips are too wide. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're fine. It's like, oh, uh, I my lips are like a normal size. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You look great. Well, it's like, well, yeah, it was South Park did it. Like Demi Lovato didn't like people like talking shit on her. And then Cartman's like, Demi Lovato's super high. Why are people talking shit? <laughs> we all hate our bodies, folks. So you got to gain that little voice in your head that tells you to shut the fuck up. So that's my best advice for anyone with body image issues. Um, but make sure you're healthy, folks. I still want to. I, w- I still want to promote like be have a healthy body, but a healthy body is not six pack abs. I don't know what a normal. I can't. I need to. I do still want to do like a very big like thing. I, I'm still. I mean, I'm people talk shit to me. But like, I'm very big on like look. Body positivity is a good thing, but we also need to promote, like, healthy bodies. And there's a difference between, like, uh, I have big hips and my shoulders are too broad compared to my skinny arms. That's my problem, so I'll just bring that up. Um, like, and then, like, other people look, look at you and you're like, I don't have a problem with anything you look, anything with the way you look. And you're like, oh, yeah, because we focus on ourselves more than we think we do. And, folks, I'm wanting to promote a healthy body. Uh, but I don't want to like fat shame anyone, except for Micah because he lost a he lost a bet. But he's also not like super obese. But I earned that right. Anyways, let's now on to the next question. Um, this is an, one I'm an expert on. Don't know how to approach my boyfriend's hygiene habit without hurting his feelings. My boyfriend is great. He's loving and thoughtful and respectful. But one thing that really bothers me is that over the years, he has gained a lot of weight and doesn't seem to care. He also doesn't realize that he smells bad at times and isn't clean, especially private areas. It's an absolute turnoff for me. I don't want him laying in the bed smelling bad or having sex slash sexual stuff when I've done second base and in ended up gagging because it smelled like a public bathroom. I'm worried about him giving me a UTI or causing our child to get sick because he isn't showering or realizes 
that he smells horrible sometimes. He does shower, but whenever it smell, he smells bad, his way to fix it is covering it up with cologne, which I think is worse. I have attempted to talk to him about this, legit taking showers with him, tried to teach him healthy options to eat, and put cream on his face. But when I'm not around, he doesn't care and goes back to being bad. I don't know what to do or how to approach the entire situation regarding weight, smell, and overall hygiene without hurting him. Weight one's going to be weird. Um, that's going to be a weird conversation. Um, so that one's going to be that's going to be a rough one. Um, probably just be good. So that one I'm going to stay off of because apparently I have wrong opinions um, on that. But also, my opinions are. Try to look good for your partner, folks. And also fucking take care of yourself. More of my main purpose. I like to, you know, if I'm with someone, I'm like, I want to look good for them, you know. And I'd want them to try to look good for me. You know, just just mutual love for each other. Like, if you love, for me, if I love someone, I want to look good for them. And that's just how I roll. Some people aren't like that. And apparently I have to accept that. But um, hygiene, we, there's no exception for hygiene. Like, you need to smell good. You gotta, one thing that's nice to figure out, like his overall hygiene, he doesn't shower. Make him shower every day. That's an important thing. Make sure he showers every single day. Make sure he does that shit. Um, if he smells bad, tell him the cologne is not worse. How cologne works. So when you shower and like you soap and stuff like that, you're taking like dirt and all weird shit, you know, all that stuff. Like you're taking it off your body. And then that's the thing. Like the smelly stuff, you're, taking that off your body. Then with, like, cologne, cologne only makes you smell. So you take all the stuff off your body. What cologne does is adds a scent to your body. Your clean palette of a body adds that scent. So if you smell bad and you add cologne, uh, you're adding a, a good smell with a bad smell to combine to make something that doesn't work well. So, um... How to uh, talk to him about this without offending him? You're going to offend him. That's all. You're going to make him mad. So um, as long as you make sure he changes, um, like I say, the end justifies the memes. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, All right, let's move on from here. Um, oh, this is our last one. Thank God. And it's another hygiene one. My partner is offended that I asked them to shower before sex. So this has been an issue for a while and I've tried to mention it in passing, but a couple of days ago, I sat my partner down and asked if we could start showering possibly together before sex, explaining that I was prone to infections and that being clean would help. He agreed and went back to playing his game and everything seemed fine. But ever since he's been very short with me and when I mentioned being intimate and blew up yesterday and how I feel he's dirty and needs to shower and shut me down when I said that we should both do it and I don't feel like I'm dirty so why would I think he is then left the room and refused to speak to me about it I want other opinions because from my point of view I said nothing wrong but I know everyone is different and it's obviously bothered him I just don't have a reason okay so you want him to be clean before you have sex um very very, very good. A clean body is a great body. Um, the thing is, you said, I don't need a shower. I'm not dirty. You are. That's the problem you have there. And uh, that's going to be the problem. Because he was like, well, if I have to do it, you have to do it too. And you should have been like, all right, I'll do that too. It's no problem for me. Because when you have like an expectation for someone, 
you have to be very vulnerable with it. I think I said something like, I would like to have a girlfriend who is skinnier than me. I like to da- I like dating people who are skinnier than me. Now, I'm not the fittest human being on the planet. So, um, skinnier than me um, is not paper thin. So, I don't mind a girl who's a little bit thicker. A little bit, that nice thick girl, you know. I don't mind a little thickness, down with the thickness. Um, so, I mean, it's like an expectation. But, like, I have to realize, though, that, like, yeah, um, you're not dating models, bud. You're you're dating real women. So uh, you got to keep your expectations real. Uh, so if you're asking someone to clean themselves, but then you say, like, well, I'm not dirty. I don't need to. You need to realize that. Um, expectation is for you to clean yourself, too. So that's it. Um, don't ask others what you wouldn't do yourself. And that's how I feel with... Um, with life in general. But anyways, that's the last question I have for today. Thank you for checking out this episode of Cancel Shweezy. Um, hope your brain cells don't hurt. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always email to them to the at gmail.com or send them to me all over uh, the internet where I'm on, uh, at the Shweezy, except for uh, TikTok where I'm at the Foreplay King. Um, check out my music on Spotify. It's under Shweezy, uh, social media is like I said, it's at the Shweezy, um, like, and subscribe wherever you're listening or watching the podcast, uh, subscribe and follow on Twitch, uh, help support the show and don't give Jeff Bezos an extra $5. And on Patreon, we do have $5 a month ad free episodes. So go there if you want to further support everything I do in life. But like I said, that's the way it is. That is the end of the show. I don't have anything more to say today. I will next week. So that's why you should subscribe because I'll be back next week. Um, So like always, uh, honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome. Pray for Micah. Well, look at you. You just finished an entire episode. Uh, A great way. Remember to hit that like and subscribe button wherever you're listening to or watching if you're on YouTube. And remember, you can always go on Patreon, $5 a month. That gets you ad-free episodes of all my shows.